Hello, podcast listeners. This is the Brendan Brown's Collections of Facts and Theories podcast show. And I am Brendan Brown, a podcaster who is starting now with the rebranding. And I have just recently rebranded my podcast. I hope you guys just enjoyed this wonderful episode where we're going to talk about financial literacy and mainly just sit down and discuss financial literacy, not in a somewhat of a settled segment or scripted out episode, but more of like an unscripted but edited version of what I'm talking about. I hope you just enjoy this wonderful episode and have a blessed day. So what we're talking about today, podcast listeners, is mainly about financial literacy. How you can save your money and be successful through money. And the reason I say that is because you can be successful if you just save your money and think strategically. See, people like to always say, you can do all this, you can do all that, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this, you can do that. But if you don't have a financial plan, you will not be able to succeed the way you want to. Because you need a financial plan in order to succeed in life. And with me as a teenager, I'm starting to invest in stock markets. Not now, but sooner I will start investing in stock markets and saving my money to grow. Because that's number one thing you guys need to know. And I'm not listing things out. I'm just speaking in my own mind. But I am having this episode being edited. You have to realize that you need to have money. But don't leave it sitting there. Don't save it all the time. Don't be greedy and keep the money yourself. Try to spend it. Not add, and before you even say anything, don't think I mean spend it as in spending it to buy crazy stuff. No, spend it in stock markets. Invest your money. Cut it out. Invest it. Cut that money off and invest it in something else. Invest that $100 you have into your stock market so that it can grow to $1,000. Who knows where it can grow at if you just start from $100 to $1,000, from $1,000 to $2,000, from $3,000 to $4,000. If you just take your time, be patient, you can be able to grow it. Just be patient. That's why I say, financial literacy is the key. I always say that on my podcast episode. If you've never heard me say that, yes. And while you're young, it's time for your light to shine. I always use this saying, your light shines when you're young. But when you're old, your light is getting dimmer. But since we're young right now, we need to let our light shine since we got all the batteries we have now. Us, as teenagers, podcasters and sure listening to this, my audience, who are 20, 30, 40, early 40s, I should say. (laughs) Just keep on doing what you're doing. But people who are having their lights dim as well, you can still do it as well. Because if you know you have the educated mindset to do it, and not just education-wise, just critical, intelligent-wise... You can do it. You can really bring it up. You can make your money grow. You can make anything grow if you just be patient with it, you know, and really invest and put your hard work, earn, and everything in it. Like, for example, I'll give out this. If you invest in your stock markets now while you're a teenager, you can be able to have money to go to college. If you don't have a scholarship, have money to pay your college tuition if you really save it. And especially if you have a job as a teenager. Heck yeah, and especially if it's not part-time and it's full-time in the summer, you're really, really good because that money you can be using, don't buy it on sneakers and stuff because your friends do it. Use that money and invest in it in stock markets. I know I keep saying that, but this is mainly about financial literacy. 
So that's the only thing I can really say because that is the number one top thing in financial literacy. You have got to know about stock markets. You have got to really know about it because if you don't, you'll be in trouble. You have got to research what you're doing. You can't just go and say, I'm going to go invest in stock markets. No, you have to really invest in what you're doing and really take your time knowing what you're doing. Because if you don't take your time, it's going to get messed up. You have really got to take your time on what you're doing in stock markets. Invest the stock markets you want to invest in. Like for me, for example, if I say I invest in Walmart, let me check their stats and see if it hasn't went down yet. If it's still doing good and it's still going up and it has minor going down, then yeah, invest in it. And that's another thing I want to tell you guys and gals, or just podcast audience in general, is that you got to realize that stock markets will go low as well. Some days will be high, some days will be low. You'll have green days and red days. So don't think every day is going to be green. Some days will be red. And back to the story with teenagers, as teenagers, make sure we get parents or a legal guardian to really get this account because most apps I've been noticing by looking, it says you have to be 18 years old. So I'm just going to have to let my one of my parents do it. And the same thing for you guys and gals. Y'all need to let your parents do it so that you guys and gals who want to invest can start now at a young age before anyone else does. Because it's very, very important. No, not important, but very, very essential in my idea to really do that. And with me investing now, you know, this can be so beneficial in the future because once I become 18 and graduate high school, I'll have like maybe over a lot of money in my bank account or even over a million dollars. I can be a millionaire, who knows, or entrepreneur just like that and start off just like that. And then once I leave or graduate high school, excuse me, I can go to college if I choose to go to college. I don't know what I might do when I get older. Either I'll go or I'll not. And I can go there. Get my scholarship if I have a scholarship, which I they did say I have a scholarship. Use that scholarship and go over there. Or if I don't have a scholarship, use my stock market money to pay that tuition and keep on doing what I am doing. But, you know, like I said, and I'm sorry for getting off topic, but college is, to me... It's really a reason. You can't just go to college just because your parents say so, because society says so. I always say this. You go to college for your reasons. Don't go to college because so-and-so told you to go to college. Don't go to college because your mom said, your dad, your brother, your uncle, your auntie, your cousin, whoever tell you. Don't go to college because they tell you to. Figure out yourself if it's for you. You. Personally, you. If it's for you. To go to college. Ask yourself that question. Really. I'm not lying. Sit down for a second. Pause this episode. And think for a brief second. Of what you really want to do. Do you really want to go to college? Or do you want to graduate high school. And go after your career and your passions. And work that little 9 to 5. Just to start up. So that your dreams can be successful. Because I'm not saying that that 9 to 5 will be there forever. But eventually we're going to have to. If we don't find our career or passions. We're going to have to work a nine to five if it doesn't go right. But I, I pray to God that, you know, we be able to get successful. All of us young people get successful at, eight, at the age we want to. But 
to be realistic, we still got to be having a backup plan if nothing doesn't go the right way. But think, if you really want to go to college, go. If you really don't want to go to college, think about it. Or should I say, for both sides, and for just children thinking about it, if you really, really want to go to college, I mean, not really want to go to college, excuse me. If you're still thinking, think, because you need to think. All I'm just saying is, is that it's beneficial for you if you really want to get a job. But if you know what you're doing and know the right things of what to do, do it. Because in the long run, we're living in a generation now that's mainly so entrepreneurial that we do not even need workers or anything. There's so many teens out here that are content creators through via TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, so there are singers out here, rappers out here, young ones. There are also painters, artists, and not singing artists, artists as in painting artists as well. There are so many unique skills that we as Gen Z and somewhat of millennials are doing in this era. And also, there are so many technologies and opportunities through via technology that helps us get to the path we want to because before technology came people used to always say that the state you were in was if your success comes or not or if you had a good skill because like I tell you back then maybe if you lived in like California or what I can say Portland or uh, Seattle or any of those big places you might get successful but if you live in a small town like Mississippi South Carolina or something you couldn't, but nowadays, even children who are anywhere around the world or even anywhere around the USA can get successful because there are many children who probably get successful at a state that's not even big, but get successful through that. Because, like I always tell you guys, I am born and raised in South Carolina, but who knows what God can allow and what God can do? Because honestly, <laughs> I do not like South Carolina in a way. But, hey, you just got to stay here till you become a, an adult. But, like I said, success does not count because of your state. I really believe success comes from you being dedicated and doing your work and using technology to really promote yourself through via social media and through via YouTube and other apps and platforms. But I have been getting off topic. Sorry for getting off topic. That was a little motivation. I hope you just enjoyed that. But back to the money part. You need to make sure you pay your bills on time. Always make sure you pay your bills on time. Because if you do, when you get older, you will be so happy and lucky to have paid those bills. Because they are so, and very much so, beneficial for the future. Paying your bills will give you good credit. Paying your bills will help you do better in life. Paying your bills will really just boost your amount and boost your success. And just buying a home if you really want to buy a home. Because, for example, if I buy sneakers and then go buy something else, the credit card can charge me and the people can charge me and be like, well, hey, I'm going to see you. You're buying this with your credit card. So, hey, go buy such such. And guess what? Now you got to pay that bill because you bought something you wanted to buy, right? So you got to pay that bill. And see, that's why this is the main part I want you to come in. Stop saving your money on credit cards. Use your real money because 
I don't believe it's scientifically proven, but I believe through via research that I have done, it has shown that people are more likely to spend their money through credit cards because they can't see anything. But if they have physical money, they'll know to be very careful to not spend their money. But like I always say, you need real money as well because people are so much into credit cards. My mother's always, oh, I always have credit card. I have credit card. I tell her that, you know, you need to have real money as well. Well, she's starting to use now because everyone's telling her as well. You need to have real money because you don't know when you might need to give cash to help the homeless, to give someone a tip, to really pay something if you don't have money or your credit card and it's all gone. Just have backup plans. And that's called adapting and having a good financial plan. And I really enjoy that because it makes sense. You do need to have a balance, have a credit card and that. And also, I like to always say, get those cards that have that protection, that RFID code, verification protection, I believe was called thing on your wallet. Gentlemen, I'm speaking you guys, get those. And woman can get those, I think, too. That's like a pocketbook or something like that, I think, on the woman's side. But for us guys, you know, we can get those wallets, that RFID protection from technology, from hackers trying to hack into our credit cards. If we use credit cards, knowing that we're still teenagers, but for gentlemen, you know, credit cards, yeah, credit cards, you know, use that. And then some of us teenage boys, we do have debit cards or credit cards as well. So yeah, just to say that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a debit card, just to tell you the difference between a credit and debit card, by me researching last year, a debit card, you don't, I don't think you got to worry about paying bills on that. You just put money on that, and that's it. But a credit card, though, a credit card, you really have to pay your bills on a credit card because if you do spend something on that credit card, you got to pay it back. Because if you spend $15 on that sneaker, you got to pay them back $15. And that's why I say have a financial plan. And us teenagers and even 20-year-olds, 18-year-olds, don't worry about what everyone else is doing with the trend and the sneakers and the logos and brands. That's just things trying to get us but we can get successful if we just be patient because when we get older we'll thank ourselves because we saved our money when we get to be 28 29 27 30 35 and we saved our money from ages 18 to like 22 23 24 we're going to thank ourselves in the future because we saved our money and we still have an opportunity still have fun because they will be young so we'll still have opportunity once we already save our money at a young age if you save young, you can start young and have fun at young age ages. <laughs> so yeah, just take your time. Take your time so that you can have a good financial plan. And the same thing goes with me. I'm already having my financial plan because, like I said, I'm going to invest in stock markets and I'm not going to go no further. But like I said, I'm going to invest in stock markets at a young age so that when I get older and graduate from high school, I'll have money to help me through life and through beyond life. Just just, just through my, well, not through beyond life, just more than my high school life. That's why I'll just say my teenage life to help me even in the future, especially me wanting to be an entrepreneur, help me in the right future. But yeah, yeah. Financial literacy is very important, and for us gentlemen, it's really very important so that we know, so that we can take care of our wives and pay the bills, future wives, and also just 
to teach our sons and teach our daughters as well. You know how to really, really manage your money. And another thing is, is that you need to put your money into portions. Put your money into portions. Take out how much percent you're going to spend. Like, for example, in the Bible, because I'm a Christian, you take out your 10% and give it to God. That's a good example. Because once you give your 10% to God, that's it. You're good. And sometimes you may not get rewarded by God for giving your 10% out. But you must give out your 10% because you can't be playing no games. And I'm going to say this, and this make it very controversial. But my grandmother says, and to my uncle as well, she says this, when you're investing in stock markets, oh, you need to make sure you need to make sure that you take your 10% out. Take your 10% out. Take your 10% out. I agree 100% that you got to take your 10% out. But every time we're investing and we're putting that money in our bank account, we can't just say we're taking a 10% out because that's a lot of, a lot of math, if you think of it, and a lot of concentrating into it. So the best thing I would say on stock markets-wise is that Every month when we put our money in, that's when we can take our 10% off when it comes to stock market money. But our average money we get paid for, then yeah, yeah, most definitely take that out, take that 10% out. But stock market's money, every month that's what I can do. Like my overall money, I'll calculate that from the overall month in January. And then I'll take that 10% out there. Like if I say, for example, if I save or get a million dollars, just joking, you know, a million dollars in one month. My 10% out there is about maybe $10,000, $10,000, right? Or maybe, t- hmm, maybe even more than that. Really depends on how your 10% is and how you calculate the math. Because like I tell you, math was never my subject at first. You know, when I get older, it wasn't as good. But when I was young, it was good. And now with me as this recording, studying math a lot. I'm starting to learn a lot more about numbers and math is starting to click to me now and now I'm starting to really know a lot about numbers. But like I said, you have to really, really have a financial plan and really, really educate yourself on money before you just go head on. Make sure you very much, very much plan. And if it doesn't go the right way, don't get scared or hype up. You can always redo it. You can always redo something. You just got to be patient and take your time with what you're doing with the money. And if it doesn't go the right way, like how I always say, please adapt to what you're doing. Adapt. Because if you adapt, things will go great. And another thing I want to tell you guys and gals is that you don't need to buy a foreign car or buy an expensive car because they are too much money and they are very expensive. Don't buy any Mercedes, Lamborghini, or any of those other cars. Save your money while you're young. We're young. Use that money to buy a normal car that you can afford. And that money that you're still using and saving that you earned, that the rest of the money you're that's remaining, play, like I said, place that in stock markets. Because, like I say, if you live below your means, like now that's the right term I wanted to tell you guys. If you live below your means... You can really benefit in the future, really benefit out because there are a bunch of millionaires and CEOs, entrepreneurs, and so much people who are poorer than you, but climb up to that top of doing it. And like for me, it is a sacrifice, but to be honest with you, I've taken so many sacrifices and so many horrible things, you know, ever since 2020, it really, you know, with the pandemic and money-wise and everything, I am prepared. And... 
I didn't want to live, but I am prepared, you know, if I have to live with all my means and wait patiently to do certain things because I'm a very patient person and 2020 has taught me to be very patient because before that I was never a patient person, I'll admit that, but I realized that you have to be patient in life and I will live with all my means. If I, when I become an adult, I will live with all my means. Even if I have a lot of money in stock market, still try to save as much till I get to that point where I can actually be like, hey, I got money or anything. Or if I become one of those big successful entrepreneurs, then that's when I can actually live up to where I want to live up to with clothing or housing or cars or anything. Because if I'm, if I'm an entrepreneur like Elon Musk, a big entrepreneur like that, then heck yeah, I can be able to do whatever I want to do then because I'll know how to manage the money. And like I always say, as an entrepreneur, I believe so that you need to know how to manage your money because there aren't always going to be financial advisors and some days you're going to have to really be the person who manages the money and knows how to pay your manufacturers because you have to know yourself how to manage the money because if you want a financial advisor to come directly to your job, you have to teach them, well not you, because they should already be educated. Once they come to your job, they should know, and if they don't know everything, you should help them because you are the entrepreneur. Same thing goes for me. I would need to help them to know how to manage their money so that they can help people, because if they are a financial advisor or a manager, they have to help somebody. But like I said, you really, really have to be educated and strategic and really I would give an advice look at other podcast shows even look at mine or even look at YouTube channels that talk about financial literacy a good example I would want to tell you to look at a YouTube channel would be teaching men's fashion they talk a lot about financial literacy Alpha M Alex Costa they talk a lot about financial literacy if you want to know more about them they don't have a lot of videos on financial literacy but they do have a good bit videos and financial literacy that I can tell you they have but as it always is it is that time and I hope you all just enjoy this wonderful episode and let's move on to our epilogue because now with this podcast being rebranded we're going to start having epilogues excuse me podcast listeners but this is not part of this is not the epilogue but this is just a normal normal little Apology segment because I noticed that the audio as as it was recording before I um released this podcast episode which is already released but before me let me just get to the point I didn't know the audio was like that it's because you know I'm not at my um other location the other studio I'm at a different studio where I am using my well not studio I'm at a different home where I am using my Google bluetooth earbuds and it has a built-in mic in it so i plugged it into my google pixel 3 to see how it works because it's somewhat of like a mic and yes it did don't sound like the real mic because my mic sound more professional audio sounds more better but unfortunately that's the only thing i could use as of now because circumstances are going on this weekend next week everything should go back to normal and this weekend if i release a bonus episode but again i apologize for the audio the audio will go back to normal as usual but please be used to this audio i'll try to move to a different location because i was in a living room maybe if i go to a more shuttered and closed in space maybe the audio won't be as bad so 
I'll try to go somewhere else in the house to try to figure out if the audio goes better. But to not take up your time, I apologize. I hope you guys continue to enjoy this episode and just continue because the audio is not bad. But it, is, it isn't as high quality as the other mic, not mic, excuse me, the other audio was from past episodes when I'm at my former location. Okay. So like I said, everything overall, they're all great. But this was a wonderful, wonderful episode. But this is the epilogue, not the conclusion. And I just want to talk about my story because now that's what we're going to start doing now. Or try to do on most episodes. Try to talk a little bit of my story at the end to, you know, make it even more interesting to relate to the topic we were talking about. So financial literacy, like how I told you with my story, and I haven't had experience, but I'm just saying with my story, I have really researched a lot on financial literacy. I have figured out a lot of things, hacks and strategic ways of how to do stock markets. I've also seen gurus a lot too. And I realize that these gurus are not good people to look at. Which I don't look at gurus. I don't think they're gurus because they're really professional, really YouTubers. And I look at them. Such as Kang, I forgot his name, Kang Zing, I believe. And Richard Yu and Think Media. They also like to have these webinars and also virtual master classes that are very essential and very informative to go to. But they do help out a lot. But I believe they don't give out a lot of info like how their YouTube videos usually do because their YouTube videos are very informative versus their webinars and things that's not really as informative as you would think it is. But they really do great and they're not those gurus. But you got to be careful with those gurus because I haven't seen a lot of them. And I remember I did do one guru who wanted you to download your book. Which I'm not going to speak his name, but I'm not going to look at him ever again. The only people who I'm going to get advice for financially through via social media or YouTube is Richard Yu and Kang Zing and Jose Zinka and other people. But Think Media is more for YouTube, so that's a different old, different topic. But yes, I have had experience and also recently I have just looked at Jose Zinka's YouTube videos on financial literacy. And also, I looked at Alpha M, who is a YouTuber, his videos on financial literacy, and they have really helped me and discovered. And I wrote down some notes to help me understand better about financial literacy and how to do it. And to be honest, like I told you, the only plan I'm going to tell you, because I don't tell you my ideas, the only plan I want to tell you is that I am investing in stock markets and I'm prepared for the future and what God has planned to do in my life through Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which I should say to Jesus Christ, not God, to Jesus Christ, to help me figure out what to do. But like I said, hope you just enjoyed this wonderful episode, and let's move on to the conclusion. Alrighty, podcast listeners, this is finally the conclusion. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful episode, and I hope you learned about financial literacy and learned a lot from me, which is our host. Brendan Brown, which is me. I am being a narcissist, but I'm just doing it to be funny. I'm not really being serious, but honestly, I just thank God and thank Jesus that he allowed me to really, you know, see how money works and how it actually is through trading and other means of trying to get your life right and get successful and everything and just have a good financial plan. So thank you again audiences for listening to this and thank you you know holy trinity for helping me understand and know the motive of how to do it and how to break down this 
way of money and how to really explain on this podcast episode. So I hope you have a blessed day and see you all on next Wednesday's episode.